Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Slim Cogcast. It is I, Slim Cognito, and we've done a lot this week. Um, first of all, let's finally talk anime. I've completely caught up with Attack on Titan Season 1 just to refresh myself because it's like, literally, I told you, I watched Season 1 when the anime first came out and I was watching every episode weekly. And now we're on the second... Uh, uh, we're on to the second season and I needed to, well, really they all the way up to the final season, but I just needed to catch up. But, uh, it's a lot of details that you would miss because half of those people's names are lost on me, to be honest. When you watch so much stuff, anime, movies, TV shows, games, like you, you ain't gonna forget, you ain't gonna remember everybody, but yeah, uh, I do remember the most and now I remember that not a whole lot happened. So I'm not too far off. I remember being gruesome. I remember uh, he having his anime moment of being uh, exceptionally good, even though the equipment was faulty type of moment. And then, uh, you know, then me, uh, what's her name? Misaka Mikasa, Akuna Matata. So Akuna Matata gets up and just has her little, uh, you know, anime moment where she's just tearing shit up. And that was cool. And then Potato Girl. So, yeah, every, everything's coming back now. Um... For those who haven't watched, here comes the spoilers, uh, season one. So basically, the biggest thing that I wanted to remember in detail-wise was um, about which Titan people Titans were revealed thus far, and how they were handling it. And now I remember that it was just uh, the female Titan of that one uh, blonde chick. See, I forgot her name. Damn. But yeah, uh, uh, her being able to transform into a Titan and then harden parts of her body and shit, and uh, make it harder to cut. But, uh, oh yeah, and Levi, yeah, I rediscovered my sexual attraction, no, nah, wait, I don't know how he is, let me shut up, but then, who knows, alright, so the fangirl in me likes Levi, Levi, I said Levi, anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, so we're doing good, and it's enjoyable, and now I remember the game, which was very interesting, I wanted to play it bad as fuck coming up, like, this was before I had a PS4, when the game of this anime came out, and the game looked super fucking dope, but I found out very soon that it was hella repetitive and not that fun, um, but it is good for like a solid, you know, maybe five hours or so, five to six hours, um, next, Hmm. What have I been playing this week? I've been playing some Blur. All right, because of um, I guest star on a podcast called the Geek Down or, or no, the Quarter Cube, excuse me. And um, what we, you know, we discuss, you know, different topics every week or so. And uh, basically, the topic uh these pa this past week was uh racing games, arcade racers. So everything that is a different yet unique racing game, but not super serious like Gran Turismo, but it's not Sonic All-Stars or Mario Kart. So the, the more obscure titles that, you know, want to be arcade fun racers. And we came across Blur and oh my God, Blur. Oh my God. It scratches the same itch of another topic that we talked about, which was Burnout. And Burnout is a damn good game as well. Because there's nothing better than crashing cars and driving on the wrong side of the road and gaining more nitrous boost as you do all of these things and you just boosting, boosting, boosting for the entire track. Like, it's insane. But, yeah, good old burnout. Oh, so Blur. I've been playing some Blur and the craziest thing that I love the most, not only are the powers very good and essential and basic, it's not too far out there, but also 
Each power-up has so much utility in how it's used. Whether you shoot it forward or backward. Whether you can hold on to it until you need it. And, and oh, on that aspect, they allow you to hold up to three power-ups. We've never seen something on that level. The closest thing we've seen on that level was like Mario Kart Double Dash where, you know... You could hold two items because you were driving with two people and it's implied that there's only one item per person in the cart. But damn, it's so good. Like, here's the thing. The whole idea that you can hold three power-ups and you can switch between the three of them and use the one you want at that time and... You can just throw away the power that you don't want to use. Oh my God, bro. That shit makes me cream. Like, it's so good. You have no idea. And if you haven't played it, I understand that you can. I tried to find this game. I tried. I did everything I could to find this game and purchase it. And I couldn't find it on GOG.com. Let me double check again so I won't be uh, hypocritical. I couldn't find it on Steam. It's not on the Windows Store. It's not on anything, bro. So I'm just like, what the fuck happened to Blur? And then what makes it even worse is it was published by Disney. So it's like, how in the hell y'all not have this damn game available to purchase in 2020 or 2021? And it's ridiculous, bro. Like, I don't understand. What is Game Fabrique? Let's find out real quick but yeah it's 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 downright ridiculous and because i couldn't find it like the only platforms that it was released on was pc ps3 and 360 okay but the pc version is hard to find so it pretty much incentivized though i do not condone or support anybody who wanted to play this game now to pirate it and that shouldn't be a thing so there you have it i guess i should get a 360 and mod it but uh good ass racing game I, I couldn't get enough of it uh very addictive and uh also we streamed some more dundara and that dundara oh my goodness i've been having some more fun with it but my only complaint my only gripe the same thing i said on the stream uh, i still have the same opinion which is i've been getting upgrade after upgrade and after upgrade and i think it's only like four upgrades left in the entire game and all of these upgrades, they do respectively do as they should in a Metrovania. And that is like opening up new pathways that you could not explore before. You know what I'm saying? Triggering dopamine for, you know, new things and, and, a, and a bit of a, a growth scale, you know, that you can feel and actually act out. Which is the best thing about a Metrovania in general. But the biggest problem that I have is that I'm not having enough boss fights. Like, I'm... When, when I think Metroidvania, I think of you explore a new area, trip across a new area, you explore it, and then you just go through the area, learn the new enemies, learn the new terrain, and then you get your upgrades, you come out stronger because of it, more skilled because of it, and then you prove yourself from all these things you gained in that area by fighting a boss fight to put a punctuation on that entire section before you move on and put it away and you only come back to those areas if you want to like explore uh new little secrets that you missed or you know etc etc but with dundar the way they do it differently is just go explore area big npc you can talk to get new upgrade and then just fucking leave i even got to a section in like this like dark underworld type of area where these three dudes just popped up who like 
like different warriors on like one dude looked like a noble another one looked like a knight and the other was like a space marine he looked like a male version of samus with glasses on even his arm cannon was very reminiscent of samus from zero mission the green uh bright green arm cannon um i don't this um uh, that's the most detail I, it's not like i can give you the hex color but i can tell it's like very very close in design but um heavily samus inspired character and what i believe is that all three of those characters were supposed to represent the different games that they were paying homage to because when you play these sections what they do they're not even boss fights which is what pissed me off this is why i brought them up they weren't boss fights but they set themselves up to seem like one and when you meet them all three you speak to them they say complete our challenges and then we'll reward you with the right to something and go through this area and we'll give you an upgrade and i'm like oh okay cool and each area that I completed, respectfully, I get to the end, they just say, good job, you did good. Go back to the original place where we first talked, and then we'll uh, finish talking. And the space guy, of course, was supposed to represent Metroid. The noble guy with the long coat, I'm pretty sure, is supposed to represent Castlevania. And uh, I'm kind of at a loss for the knight. I'm not really sure what he's supposed to represent. Maybe Hollow Knight or Shovel Knight. I'm not exactly positive but um those were the three characters and honestly they were interesting enough that i wanted to fight them and i really hope they become boss fights but um exploring the area is starting to wane on me because i want a change of pace or a little bit of different gameplay but um luckily i enjoy exploration in games very much so so it's not too bad of a thing so that being said i I'm enjoying myself still. I won't write it off. Like I said, there's, it's never fair to judge a game before you finish it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and finish it. Because it still it still has good gameplay. Like like it or not. Soundtrack's good too. I gave it a listen uh, separately off the stream. And this is really fucking good. Very somber and relaxing. Um, every time I play the game, I, I, I kind of want to listen to my, like my lo-fi, uh, hard-hitting, heavy bass music. And... Um, it feels right and i love the character i want to know more about what's going on with her because i into this one room where like it was i think it was part of uh, one of the trials and um it's like you get stuck in the room after you unlock an opening and then you're stuck in there unless you figure your way out and it's another person in there that looks like dundar another black woman but she's old and in a wheelchair and she says you're stuck like me might as well give up i i failed even when the big bad enemy guy that we we're supposed to kill was weaker and then when I fought him and I still feel you have no chance, you might as well give up and keep me company here. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know? So it, it will be interesting to see what's going on with that. I really should turn off notifications on TikTok. That's actually annoying. And I don't really think I like the app like that. Um, but anyway, back on topic. Yeah. So um, I really do like it. Oh, but they uh, one of the references that they did make that I liked a lot with the Castlevania characters uh, trials was um, you literally have to go through an entire area a maze-like area with enemies and shit and then you have to flip the entire area upside down and then make your way back through out the entrance and then you've completed it so that was a nice little you know homage to symphony of the night in the upside down castle he even said it to make it even more on the nose that uh if you complete this trial and then if you complete this trial right side up then you've only half satisfied the master or something like that you've only satisfied him halfway something like that so anyway yeah um good game 
What else have I been playing this week? Actually, a lot of Apex. Um, Steel, as usual. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm just going to move on. I'm sure y'all tired of me talking about Apex. But that's the perfect fucking shooter. Um, Next, let's just jump into the news. Like, fuck it, you know? We're a ways in, and uh, we want to keep the time down on these. So without further ado, here we go. Kicking off first thing on the docket is Cyberpunk once again in the news. And there's another class action lawsuit filed against them by the U.S. District Court of California. And they're basically just going on about how they were mis the investors were misled about the PS4 and Xbox One versions. And it's mostly the investors trying to get their money basically out of this. But um, we'll just have to see how things turn out. Hopefully they can come back from this because it's very it's looking very ugly right now. There's not much else to say Okay, it's a second lawsuit. It's even a short article itself. It's literally composed of like less than 10 sentences. So Make of it what you will next on the docket over at gamespot.com Pokemon go hack lawsuit ends with five million dollar settlement the creators of hack Pokemon go programs will pay out a large sum to Niantic so basically Niantic usually be on the receiving end of the lawsuits because they um, usually were sued because people were playing Pokemon Go and trespassing on their property or all in their grass trying to catch a goddamn Pokemon. Um, the creators of the hack, what are they called? Uh, Global Plus Plus. They basically made these uh, different, um, these different uh, uh, things where uh, you could play Pokemon Go way easier, like the auto walk feature and um, different shit like that. And Oh, they got hacks on other games, too, by the way. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Pokemon Go, Ingress, and Harry Potter Wizards Unite. So, yeah. And they can you can spoof your GPS location as well, so you can just go to where the Pokemon is. And I think I downloaded that app before, like, way back um, when the game first dropped, if I recall. But, uh, yeah. They're going to settle and pay out $5 million to Niantic this time. Which is not going to really hurt them, because they made millions and millions off of that uh, hack. So, they'll be alright. It'll hurt them a bit, but they'll feel it, but it won't be lasting pain. Anyway, next on the docket, running on over, because I'm pretty sure that we all want to talk about it, alright? On RelyOnHorror.com, people really want the Resident Evil Village Lady to step on them. Written by October Keegan. And this tall vampire lady from Resident Evil is literally running rampant on the internet, okay? I don't even have to read this article. I'm just going to straight tell you. Most of the article is just giving you the lowdown anyway. And then showing you the tweets. And there's so much fan service. She's blowing up like two degrees lower on the scale of popularity to Bowsette. Like she's blowing up, blowing up ridiculously now. And I don't know. I, I, I just feel like some things do get carried out of hand, I will admit. You know, sometimes it can be a bit much. But um, in this sense, at least they're keeping it somewhat civil. Okay. I know there's the smut out there, okay? I know you guys are out there with the 34, all right? We, we know that. But what I'm saying is they've been more tame than usual when it comes to the Bowsette thing was way less tame. This right here, they reeled it in a bit, and they're, they're doing okay. So, cool. But uh, Vampire Lady, everybody loves her. She's tall. She's got the booba, and everybody lost. So, yeah. I don't really find her all that hot, but you know what I'm saying? Except on the MILF tip, like I can understand that. But anyway, moving on. Next, over on VideoGameChronicle.com. 
article by Tom Ivan. Gabe Newell says Valve has multiple games in development and wants to do more single player. And this is real good news because basically, um, to summarize everything, he's not going to say anything about Half-Life or Portal. Um, and making the VR title Half-Life Alex has made the development team, it like breathed new life into them and it got them excited. They wanted to make more single player games again. And it's re-sparked their creativity after doing multiplayer for so long. So, yeah, uh, this is going to hopefully be good news. And we can't wait to see what they come up with. This will be great. Hopefully it's not a VR game. Let's get back to traditional controls. That shit's a gimmick. I don't care if I sound like a boomer. I, I, I say what I said. Next on the docket, um, over on news.xbox.com, we already know what this is. The biggest news this whole week is, which is crazy because like two weeks ago, it was like no news. And then suddenly all the news just jumped up. Um, for some reason, Microsoft thought it was a good idea to double the price of Xbox Live Gold and only have $60 for six months, 124 a year. That's ridiculous. That is outright absurd and it's too damn much. Why? Because they're literally charging you already to use your own internet service provider that you pay for, okay? The reason PC gaming online is free is because you do not have to pay for game servers. You should not have to pay for game servers. They're paid for very simply and wholeheartedly by purchasing the game. It's more than enough. One of the things that's not recognized, gaming, especially AAA gaming, costs a lot of money, okay? But the majority of these multiplayer games are not sitting on a AAA game budget, okay? The majority of these multiplayer games are literally just running on the lowest like like operation setting necessary in order to get the game done and only a little more liberties afterward but it's not on the level of having to it's way easier to make one map over the course of say a few weeks and then use that map for a year or make slight changes to it over the course of several years and then only make one character and hire one person for voice lines every few months like that's a way, that's no that's way less costly than any other AAA game that has to have a full cast right then and ready all of their stuff has to be reviewed to make sure that it's correctly done all that audio work get all these textures done animations like lip syncing oh my god languages different languages and localizations all that stuff is way easier to do on a multiplayer title okay so one of the biggest things about its profit, especially the reason why free-to-play works so well, is because even if people do microtransactions off of a million players and each one of those million people spend $5 a piece, you've made $5 million. Sans all these other things that they have to pay percentages on, like marketing, or, or, or if, if they are you know have to pay a cut through a certain market that they're hosted through, you know, of course there's that, but also they are making bank and that's why you see so many of these uh publishing companies and especially like development companies trying to make their own platforms in their own game stores they don't want to pay a percentage to steam they don't want to pay a percentage to google they don't want to pay a percentage to apple it's the main reason why the whole apple and epic lawsuit is going on right now is because they're missing out on huge chunks of their cash like percentages are nothing to play with if anybody is past the level of high school education when it comes to mathematics, you should know 
really really past middle school but i'm 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 i'm, I'm giving leeway here I'm, I'm being generous but yeah it it makes no sense that they would do such a thing so what happened was they had a big out a big backlash let me calm down for my rent huge backlash and it made them run it back so hard that they finally allowed people to play free-to-play games without paying for online so now you can play your fortnites and your apex on your xboxes without paying for xbox live which is something that should have been de facto since day one and you wonder why playstation keeps selling more copies bro it ain't just their exclusives and shit in their first party games it's also even though it's shit to pay for playstation plus they're making it worth it bro they're making it worth it i had an auto draft on my playstation plus which i was pretty sure i turned that shit off but it auto renewed and it paid the full 60 and then playstation plus was 40 bucks for a year right after that and i was mad as fuck because my playstation plus always expires like the day after christmas okay so i'm mad as fuck because i'm looking at it like damn I wasted twenty dollars, but because I wanted to get the refund and redo it, but I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna worry about it. Let it go, let it go, you know. But could you believe the fact that I, y'all might not know me personally enough, but I am a cheapskate. You understand me? I'm cheap as shit because I come from the. I live in the poor state in the United States, and it's hard down here. Okay, especially for a person with my gaming tastes. All right. Now, here's the thing that trips me out about that i'm fine with letting them take 60 dollars. let that sink in all right because i i, I pff, never in a day that's my first time in my life that i said all right i'll let it go and count my losses on my money i never do that i never do that. but i do realize the long game that they conning you with this playstation plus and the xbox uh game pass and the way they get you is you paying more than you should for the games eventually but you won't own those games down the line so you can't go back and play them if i do not pay my playstation plus i can't play a huge chunk of the games i have in my library but a year or two later and these games are worth 10 bucks worth 20 bucks you know maybe xbox live gets a lot more liberties because it's way cheaper than any game is per month but still I don't see a benefit in having that huge library of games when the games that I actually purchase, I don't have time to play. So the the most the most useful to me when it comes to Xbox Game Pass, you get it for the kids, keep them happy. Don't have to look back. Let them choose what game they want out of the collection. You're good. You can't mess up on buying the wrong game for Christmas or nothing. So that's how I feel about it. What time we at now? Okay, good. Let's go ahead and um, finish this up. Next on the docket, by the way, they went back to the original uh, prices for the Xbox Live. So, <clears throat> Destructoid.com, article by Chris Moyes. Capcom steering Resident Evil 4 remake in a new direction. New reports suggest that as the as-yet-unannounced remake of Capcom's Resident Evil 4 is currently undergoing something of a restructure, while it was previously reported that Japanese studio M2 was heading up the project. New whispers from development are claiming that Capcom is taking the wheel after alleged disagreements over the project's direction. And to run everything down, basically, M2 wanted to keep the remake like one-to-one -one the exact same, but with updated visuals and better, you know, mechanics and, and, and controls and stuff like they didn't want to change shit about it which i actually agree with because resident evil 4 is near and dear to my heart as well as it should be for many others and i believe that this is a good choice 
heavily believe that this is a good choice. But according to Capcom, they want to like change shit. But M2 decided to keep things one to one simply because of the backlash from Resident Evil 3 remake or Resident Evil 3 make, however you want to call it. And it's hard, like, okay, Resident Evil 2 has some new additions in his remake that did not hurt the game at all, and it was actually pretty cool. But because of 3, I'm not really comfortable. Like, okay, I know 3, they didn't have much to work with on 3. Like, the only thing that they could do with 3 to make it a new $60 title is make it, they would have to add to it and make changes, bro. Because the original three was short as hell. And it wasn't even good. Like, I'm, I'm going to say this shit right now, bro. And I'll die on this hill. Resident Evil 3 was not good. That game was ass to me. It was too short. It was boring as fuck. And the poison mechanic was trash. I didn't like it. Could have been a lot better. The remake did it a lot of justice. But at the same time, I have to acknowledge the fact that I know some people out there that love 3 and did not like what the remake did. But I'm also human, so I got to say fuck how they feel. Because this is 4, and it's the one that I care about. And I know that they might have had a shit in the stick, but I don't want that shit in the stick, alright? This is me explaining basic human interest here, alright? Long story short, I need my Resident Evil 4 to be right, bro. Like, I, I'm, I'm torn between... This is why I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble finding wars, because I'm torn between trusting them and letting them go ahead and having their liberties with it, but then at the same time, I'm torn between also... Nah, just give me what it was, you know? So I can enjoy it as it is, but with more. But anyway, let's just see what happens. Moving on. And last thing on the docket is just a link to Konami's official corporate page showing that February 1st, 2021, it would be effectively changing some positions around and they are like getting rid of completely their gaming divisions which I feel is kind of crazy because, of course, they do still run, like, uh, gambling arcades or whatever for, like, pachinko and shit. But, honestly, if you're going to be like that, at least give up or rent out your IPs, bro. Let Ko Konami give that IP to... Let, let Platinum Games make more Metal Gear Rising, bro. Let Kojima do a release of mgs5 that he wanted you know what i'm saying like where he could put that extra content on but then no uh, i take that back let it be what it is because then it'll be like a a phantom pain that actually is that's how i like to look at res uh, uh metal gear 5 so and that phantom pain is not having the complete work but yeah konami's like fuck it effective february 1st so yeah that's been all the news this week that's what's been going on um, I'm trying to, I'm wondering, I'm not sure if I have the energy to stream today, but I do want to play some more Dundara. Um, we will see. Just, uh, stop by, check in if you do see the stream go up. And don't forget to follow me over on Twitter at Mode And check out the streams over on Twitch under the same name as this channel. If you like the podcast, go ahead and give me a like. And if you want to see some improvements or changes, go ahead and leave a comment. If not, just go ahead and subscribe and maybe you can, you know, let me know in the future what you would like to see. And I'd be happy to oblige. And always remember the channel motto, okay? Intentions are the most important. Actions ain't nothing but loud. And words don't mean a damn thing. Take care of yourselves and peace.